I'm Father Paul Donison, and this is Praying with the Saints. Each episode will contain a shortened evening prayer service and also an opportunity for me to share a story from the life of a saint, an ordinary Christian like you and me who sought to follow Jesus in their generation. We're using the Book of Common Prayer 2019, and you can download the liturgy sheet off our website. And if you have a BCP 2019, you can turn to page 41, where evening prayer begins. But some of you will already have these words memorized. And for others, perhaps you'll simply want to listen and have these words prayed over you tonight. And we're encouraging you to share it with others. Tonight, I want to tell you a story about the most famous martyr of the fourth century, whose death helped bring Rome's persecution of Christians to an end. This is the story of Agnes. Let us quiet our hearts before God. Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our psalm this evening is Psalm 54, on page 336 of the prayer book. Save me, O God, for your name's sake, and avenge me in your strength. Hear my prayer, O God, and hearken to the words of my mouth. For the arrogant have risen up against me, and tyrants who do not have God before their eyes seek after my life. Behold, God is my helper. The Lord is he who upholds my life. He shall repay the evil of my enemies. O destroy them in your faithfulness. A freewill offering will I give you, and praise your name, O Lord, because it is good. For he has delivered me out of my trouble, and my eye has seen the ruin of my enemies. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. What impact can a martyr's death have on the world around them. Let me tell you the story of Agnes. She was born in 291 or 292 AD to a pagan Roman family. She became a Christian at the age of 12 or 13. 
and this was during the reign of the Roman emperor, Diocletian, who outlawed Christianity as an illegal cult. By law, all Christians were compelled to renounce their faith in Jesus and to make sacrifices to the Roman gods under penalty of death. They would have to walk into the Temple of Roma, take a pinch of incense and drop it on the fire, and as the incense curled up, they would have to declare, Kaiser Curios, Caesar is Lord. But of course, for these Christians, they couldn't say, Caesar is Lord. Christe Curios, Christ is Lord. And so Agnes, being a newly converted Christian, was arrested and brought before the local prefect named Sempronius, who demanded that she renounce her faith in Jesus. Now remember, Agnes at this time was 12 or 13 years of age, and yet she demonstrated maturity and conviction well beyond her years. Agnes refused to recant her faith, proclaiming before Sempronius, the prefect, that Jesus of Nazareth was her Lord and Savior. And her response infuriated the judge who sentenced her to a brothel. In order to make an example of her, Sempronius ordered his soldiers to drag her through the streets naked. And upon Agnes' arrival, naked at the brothel, her first suitor was struck blind. Agnes preached the gospel to this newly blinded man. He repented of his lust. He accepted Jesus as his Lord. And right there and then, Agnes laid her hands on him, and he was miraculously healed. Now, Sempronius was even further enraged and ordered Agnes to be beheaded by the sword and burned. And her remains now lay buried near Via Nomentana in Rome, where a basilica now stands in her honor. But here is Agnes's legacy. The faith and courage of this child martyr disturbed even the most devout pagans in Rome. The death of St. Agnes was later cited as one of the justifications for the Christian persecutions in Rome to be temporarily put to an end only two years after her death in 306. And the policies of Diocletian were officially reversed with the Edict of Toleration by Emperor Galerius in 311. All of this seemed to be in response to the martyrdom of this 12- or 13-year-old girl. You see, sometimes society must face its own unspeakable evil acts before it can see how truly evil it is. They often say the blood of the martyrs is the seed of the church, and we must not use that phrase flippantly in any way downplaying the severity or horror of persecution, but it is often the sad truth. It's not until an innocent dies that some will finally take notice. This response to violence against the people of God reminds me of the story of King Herod seeking to destroy the children in Matthew chapter 2. We read, Then Herod, when he saw that he had been tricked by the wise men, became furious, and he sent and killed all the male children in Bethlehem and in all that region who were two years older under, 
according to the time that he had ascertained from the wise men. Then was fulfilled what was spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. A voice was heard in Ramah, weeping and loud lamentation. Rachel weeping for her children. She refused to be comforted, because they are no more. This is the story of Agnes, the story of an ordinary saint that God empowered to impact her generation with the gospel. May her story inspire you and remind you that God is still in the business of empowering ordinary saints today. Let us confess we believe in the words of the Apostles' Creed, saying, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day He rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. A Collect for Peace O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. A Collect for Aid Against Perils Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A Night Prayer Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. 
and all for your love's sake. Amen. Let us conclude this evening with the Collect for a Martyr on page 637 of the prayer book. Almighty God, you gave your servant Agnes boldness to confess the name of our Savior Jesus Christ before the rulers of this world and courage to die for this faith. Grant that we may always be ready to give a reason for the hope that is in us and to suffer gladly for the sake of our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. This concludes this evening's podcast, and I'm glad you joined us for Praying with the Saints. If this prayer podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to subscribe at ChristChurchPlano.org, and we encourage you to share this with your friends. I'm Father Paul Donison, and I'm looking forward to praying with you next time. Until then, I pray that you would have a peaceful night and a perfect rest.